Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I am so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about what you think about your belief that you can become the person you want to be. Now, I thought this was an amazing time of year to talk about this. Well, actually, any time of year is a good time to talk about this because it's so important. But I know that you know what I mean. The beginning of a new year is full of thoughts like this, or not. And I have a feeling that you may have even had a negative thought or two when I introduced today's topic. Be honest. When I said we're talking about your belief that you can become the person you want to be, what did you think? Notice I said your belief. It's a really important word in today's episode. The reason it's so important is because so many of us well-meaning humans find it easy to practice thinking that we have less control about who we become than we think we do. Yes, we're going there. When you take a close look at the way you think about what's possible for you, it's common to find some thoughts like these lurking about. Thoughts that state the way you are as though it were a truth rather than a thought. Here's what I mean. Do you find yourself thinking that you're bad with money or that you can't get a regular exercise routine going? Maybe this one, one of my personal favorites, that you suck at technology. The list goes on and on, of course, because I have a feeling I know what you're thinking and how you choose to think about yourself. Maybe you think you're a procrastinator or that you're always late or even that you're overly sensitive or have a problem expressing yourself. There are so many ways to think about what you believe are your shortcomings, but it's super common for you to actually label yourself this way and believe it as truth. And the reason this relates to what we're talking about today is because it directly affects what you believe about what's possible for you to become. Do you follow what I mean? So with me, I like to think that I suck at technology. Now, (laughs) I've been working on this thought for five years. So I have a handle on it now, but when I first became aware of how unuseful this thought was in my life, I was absolutely shocked. When I think that thought, I feel ignorant, hopeless, and then that feeling drives me to withdraw and procrastinate. Clearly, this doesn't produce anything positive for me in terms of moving forward with technology, which always proves my thinking that I suck at it. You see what I mean? So for me to believe that I could become someone who doesn't struggle with technology is hard. It seems impossible. And this is why we're talking about this exact thing. Everything starts in your brain. Everything. It's not a fact that I suck at technology. It's not a fact that you're a late person. The fact is that you have shown up late on specific occasions. For me, the fact is that I've struggled with Uh, a program or two, or that I've made a mistake on a very specific thing, like a million years ago in the 80s when I forgot to save something and it disappeared. (laughs) 
But these two things are different. It's not a fact that you're a slob. The fact is that you have dishes in the sink three times a week. It's not a fact that you're bad with money. The fact is the actual amount of money on your visa. You see what I mean? I'm highlighting this because it's the way you think about things, and that is everything. And your awareness of what you're thinking is absolutely the first step to managing what's going on up there so you can learn to think things on purpose. And when you learn this skill, you can believe new things and you can actually become the person you want to be. But you got to start small. So if you're honest with yourself, you'll agree that we don't often think about creating things in our life this way. It doesn't compute that it starts in your brain. But if you think about the thought model, what we at the Life Coach School like to call the secret sauce of the universe, and if you want to take a deep dive into the thought model, just check back on episode number two in the podcast, and we did a whole uh, episode on the thought model. But yeah, it's a secret sauce of the universe. And when you look at it that way, you will see that this all makes sense. We create thoughts. Then we feel something based on those thoughts. Then we do something because of how we feel or how we think we will feel. And then we create a personal result, which always proves our thoughts. Now, remember, a thought is just a sentence in your mind. So stop for a sec and really get your head around that. A thought is just a sentence in your brain. So as a human, you create this thought, even if you're not aware of it. And then you actually create a result based on that thought. Taking this one step further, you'll see that when you aren't intentional about this whole process, you won't have intentional results in your life either. (laughs) So what that means is that if you don't think on purpose, you won't create anything on purpose. It's so simple, yet so complex. But anyway, now, like I said, we don't naturally buy into this on a day-to-day basis. We like to think that things just happen, that some people are just more lucky than others that we have certain gifts that make us a certain way or that we lack certain gifts that make us a certain way. We like to think that we're just the way we are. Sucky at technology, always procrastinating, just born that way and that's the way it is. Now again, we don't naturally buy into this on a day-to-day basis. We like to think that things just happen, that some people are more lucky than others that we have certain gifts that make us a certain way, or we don't have gifts that make us a certain way. And we like to think that we're just the way we are. Sucky at technology, always procrastinating, just born this way, and that's the way it is. And I'm not saying that some people don't have more of an affinity for something or another, but what I am saying is that what you believe plays into all of this big time. So let's go a little bit deeper. Where do all of these sentences in your brain come from? Well, they come from your past. They were taught to you somewhere along the line. Sometimes you got a clear lesson. Sometimes you didn't. Sometimes you just picked it up subtly somewhere along the way in in a more of an indirect way. And sometimes you don't have a clue where they came from because they're just so much a part of who you are and how you think. That's why they seem like truth and why they don't seem at all like optional thoughts. Again, we come back to the importance of awareness. You gotta become aware of what's going on up there. You gotta question thoughts that seem like truths. 
A few minutes ago, I gave you some examples of the way you might be labeling yourself. Here are a few other examples of thoughts that might feel like truths. Maybe you don't know who you are without your kids at home. That one makes you feel all warm and cozy inside, right? (laughs) Here's another one, that you just can't do something. Maybe because of your age or maybe because of the experiences you've had so far in your life. Or you might find a thought like this, that just won't work. That's another good one. So thoughts like these are negative beliefs, beliefs that are just thoughts you think over and over, and they make up your personality. They're practiced and have become habitual. And it's, it's just a habit to think this way. So start to notice how often you think that you've never done it, so you can't, or that you don't like it, so you won't, or even that you don't want to, and that's that. So when you have thoughts like these, it's hard to believe new things. These thoughts close you down. I think of it as disconnecting from what's possible. So here's my challenge for you this year. Go on a belief expedition. (laughs) Change your mindset about self-exploration so that it's a ton of fascinating fun to find these thoughts. Okay, so I'm not going to change. I'm just going to explore. Think about it this way, like an expedition to humor yourself so that you can have fun growing forward. (laughs) Look for beliefs you have and never question. Be open to find them. Be curious to question them. This expedition will help you understand what you believe about the world. This understanding will be the foundational awareness you need to decide what you want to believe on purpose. These beliefs were most likely not created on purpose, but they're in your brain. And now you have a new understanding that they can be created on purpose. So I'll share one of my beliefs I found when I went on my belief expedition. It's a little bit embarrassing, but as a woman in the middle, I know you'll understand, and I may have mentioned it on earlier podcast episodes, so you maybe, maybe you've even heard it before, but it's such a doozy, it's worth repeating. So it's related to weight loss. I actually told my coach that it was harder for me to lose weight because I was only 4'10". Now, this sentence came out of my mouth. I thought nothing of it. I was being coached. And this is the way I answered my coach's question. Without a twitch or a blink, I was just sharing the news, the unquestionable facts. But she twitched. (laughs) She saw it right away as a thought. And now five years, a lot of coaching and a master coach credential later, so do I. It was a good one, right? (laughs) Wow. That belief affected my life in a huge way for about 40 years. And when I thought that thought, that it was harder for me to lose weight because I was small, it made me feel hopeless. No surprise. Not the way you want to feel when you're working on weight loss. And what do I do when I feel hopeless? I disconnect and I retreat from making a big effort or a big commitment. And my result then, what I create for myself, is that I don't lose weight. And ultimately, I do prove my thought that it's hard for me to lose weight. Boom! Chicka boom. <laughs> that belief was stinking up the joint. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe one of my favorite people in the whole wide world used to say that phrase, stinking up the joint. 
the one and only Mr. Stephen Frederick, the best band director in the whole world from the North Penn Marching Knights days in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh, I loved that I just sang that, but I do digress. I couldn't resist it, though. He was one of a kind. Oh, my God. Okay. So like I was saying, that belief was stinking up the joint. It wasn't useful at all in creating the results I wanted to create on purpose. And as you can see, I wasn't thinking that thought on purpose at all. I didn't even know it was a thought. It's completely uh, unaware of it. It seemed like a truth. So the lesson here and the work here is to remember that you get to believe anything you want to believe. No one is judging what you're thinking in your brain. There are no rules about what you decide that you want to believe or what you decide that you don't want to believe. Why not question everything and then get to the fun part? Decide what you want to believe on purpose for as many things as possible. This is what living an intentional life is all about and where it starts. Your beliefs set the GPS to your future. They are the basis for you determining how you will become the person you want to become this year and beyond. I love using the GPS analogy. When you use a GPS and plug in the address of where you want to go, you're pretty likely to get there. And that's what thinking on purpose does for you. It sets your course. So pack up for your belief expedition. And then set your GPS based on the beliefs you want to believe on purpose. Go crazy. Why not? Think about what you want to believe about opportunity. Think about what you want to believe about money, about your retirement, about your friendships, about how you show up, about what you say, about what you don't say, about your commitment to yourself, about what you believe about the world, about your ability to be creative about parenting adults instead of children. All of it, and then some, right? So here are four questions to ask yourself to get started. What life lessons did you get from your parents when you were young? So really think about that, because those life lessons are now most likely beliefs that you believe on a regular basis. Here's another one. What life lessons have you learned on your own? So these are things that you kind of figured out based on your own experiences. And now these have turned into beliefs that you think on a regular basis. There are thoughts that you repeat in your brain that create results for you. Here's another one. What do you believe is possible for you now that you're older? This question drives me crazy because (laughs) I really believe that everything is possible. Like there is so much possibility for you. And as women in the middle, We close ourselves off to so much of it. This is a lot of the work that I do with my clients. And here's another one. What do you believe you were meant to do on this planet? Really think about that. And is it something that you have come up with on your own? Or is it based on something you've learned along the way that you didn't put into your brain on purpose? And then finally, and of course, there's many, many more, but for the purposes of not having a podcast that never ends, what do you believe about having enough time left in your life? So really think about that and how that belief influences you. 
Okay, now ask yourself if you want to believe these thoughts. If you want to believe what's going on up in your brain, taking up all of this um, prime real estate. Even though you've been thinking thoughts for decades, do you want to continue to think them? They're all up for grabs. And if you don't, that is, if you see a disconnect between what's going on up there in your brain and what you really want to believe on purpose, commit that you will work on your thinking. Now, the best way to do this is to take baby steps with your thoughts. So if all you had to do was snap your fingers and believe something new, something more useful, we would all be doing it, right? Or if everything was as easy as Samantha Stevens on Bewitched, we would have the results that we want and we'd have the thoughts that create them. But it can be challenging to believe new things. After all, you've spent years and years thinking that you weren't able to believe what you want. I always have this image from the great gazoo from the Flintstones. Do you remember him, that little green Martian, sitting on my shoulder analyzing my thoughts? That my thoughts are too big or that I shouldn't be thinking that way or who do I think I am to have that dream? But I got the memo. The great gazoo isn't real. (laughs) And it's not true that your thoughts need to be approved by a fictitious cartoon character or anyone else, not your mom, not your dad, your spouse, your kids, your friends, your boss. You can believe what you want. You can think what you want. Thinking what you want propels you forward. Failing in advance with crappy thinking that you're not even thinking on purpose does not. So a baby thought is really a bridge thought. It's a little step to get you over the gap between what you think and what you want to think but don't yet believe. I find one of the best examples to use here is about loving your body or that you'll never lose weight. Most women can relate to this. But as women in the middle, uh, not so much love happening for the body, right? (laughs) It's something we need to work on. So you might be thinking this kind of thing instead. I hate my thighs. I'll always look bad. I hate my stomach. Diets never work. Something like that. And you know, oh, and the big one is that I don't look as good as I used to look and I will never again, right? But you know you need to somehow someday get to I love my body because you know that's a useful thought to have. You've picked that up along the way. (laughs) Something like that. I love my body or something that's useful for you. So a bridge thought might be something like this. I have a body. So that thought, I have a body, is very neutral, right? Most people can think I have a body without too much resistance. Or some of these baby thoughts, uh, these baby step thoughts. I'm open to the idea that my body may change, right? Or I'm learning what I need to help my body release the weight. So you can see that those kinds of thoughts create a very different feeling than I hate my body or I'll never lose weight, that kind of thing. So you want to think something that creates a feeling that drives the behavior that takes you closer to the result you want to create on purpose. That's the goal. So you can see here that there are optional ways to think about your body losing weight that are moving your body forward to what you want to believe rather than a big giant disconnect of hopelessness. So there you have it, my friend. I have a feeling you've got some work to do, but the good news is you have a brain. You have thoughts. And the best news ever is that your thoughts are optional. It's a great time of year to decide what you want to believe on purpose about who you can become. 
even now, even at your age, even with what's going on up there right now. My belief for you is that you have plenty of time to do this important work and you are worth it. That's it for this episode. If hearing all this good stuff made you realize that you could use some help understanding what's going on up there in your beautiful mind, how to bust out of your midlife funk, and how to get excited about your life again, my new coaching experience, the 50 Unplugged Mastermind, is the answer. I teach my clients how to take massive action so that possibility is more of a focus than fear and that you have the tools to live the life you want on purpose. Just fill out an application and grab a spot in my calendar for your quick and painless and totally fun 10-minute call. Just go to www.talktosuzie.com. If you've liked what you've heard, just head over to the Women in the Middle podcast on iTunes and leave me a review. Those make me happy. Check out the show notes with more information and links at www.susierosenstein.com. The bottom line with this work is that you have waited long enough. It is time to celebrate opportunity in your 50 unplugged life. Let's do this, ladies, one scary but exciting and totally possible thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening. Okay.